Yo, I feel the vibe when I hit tracks like this. I close my eyes, turn off the light. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. So we are in the house. The second time this gentleman has been on the show. First time was four years ago, if you can believe that. John Ollie, John O'Nelson, Uncomfortable Production, the Gecko Brothers, talking about the new single dropping August 7th, Old Thing Back. John, it's been a bit. How you doing, my friend? I'm good, man. How you doing? Thanks for being on the show. Uh, I'm really excited to have you here. I watch all of your Instagram live feeds, and I wish there were more of them. Uh, it's the only reason I go on Instagram anymore. I hope you're doing it with your friend. <laughs> well, I appreciate it, man. I, I, it's something that I enjoy doing, and, and, and I'm glad that you watch, man. For the listeners not familiar with John, if you're, you've probably been under a rock for the past few years. But John can do it all. I had the privilege and the pleasure of doing a lot of sketches with John and being in a lot of his sketches. Uh, and on top of being a great artist, musically, you're a great actor and you're funny. And it runs in the family because your son, J.O., um, has more views on his social media channel than I do. And I've been really trying at this for a long time. So oh, God, good genes, dude. Uh so what's going on? You're in, you're in Lawton right now. Yes, I'm in a small town in Oklahoma called Lawton, L-A-W-T-O-N. I have moved from the big city of Los Angeles, but please, don't worry, I will return. That's what we like to hear. I was thinking you would return anyway, and then you confirmed it. I just didn't see you moving out to Oklahoma and staying there. Not that there's anything wrong with Oklahoma. I just knowing you. The state's too small to hold you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, listen, man. It certain things have to be done. Sometimes you have to sacrifice certain things to to move ahead. So this was one of those things that I had to do. I had to take. I had to take a break from L.A. And um, oddly enough, I had to take a break from L.A. But I came back there maybe. A month ago, shot a movie, and then I have to come back to LA to actually uh, August August eighteenth through the twenty first. I'll be in LA shooting the video for Old Thing Back. So, what is the video shoot? August eighteenth through the twenty first. I'll be in LA. We're shooting on the nineteenth of August. If you need a guy to keep the coffee warm uh, <laughs> or waters, let me know. I'll be around. Happy to okay. do it. But yeah. Uh, so I want to I want to get into the single, but I want to ask you first. Every everybody good in quarantine? You're holding up good. You seem like you're you're well. You know the the, the everything happens for a reason, dude. Like I, I looked at leaving. I was sad to leave, and and I had to leave for some, some silly reasons, but I had to leave. Nonetheless, I left in December, March. All of this happened, and I felt like. This was a sign for me that I, I shouldn't have been in L.A. anyway during this time because I got to a place where the whole world was going crazy. But this little place, Lawton, we wasn't having all of the craziness that everybody else was having. So when everybody was running out of toilet paper and sanitizer, Lawton had all of that. So I was I was good. So, yeah, I, you know, I had to take it as, you know, a sign that. I, I guess I wasn't supposed to be in L.A. at that time. That's that's exactly what I would take it as. That's a blessing in disguise because L.A. lost their freaking minds. 
Right. Uh, just the toilet paper alone. Toilet paper is not going to help you fight any kind of virus. And if I'm not getting all. a virus, the last thing I'm worried about is wiping my ass. Uh, worried about not dying. So that's kind of a good thing. How was Lawton in terms of all the protests that happened in June? Was there activity there? Uh, yes, but again, I have to reiterate, Lawton is a very little place. Um, it is, um, it's a mixed place where it's, you know, it's just as much black people as it is white people. Um, and I have to say this, I haven't seen any, I've seen protests, there's been protests, but been quiet protests, nothing like that, nothing big or crazy or no looting or rioting. But, um, you know, I am in the South, uh, and I feel like at any moment something could happen. Um, but you know, I stay, I stay positive and I stay out the way, man. I stay home because everybody's supposed to be staying home any doggone way. Um, yeah. and I, and I just chill, man. So I haven't had to deal with any of the negativity, um, face to face, um, but 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 it's there. You mentioned on one of your live streams on Instagram, you were talking about '90s movies uh, and actresses that were underrated. Do you remember this okay. conversation? Yes, I do remember. I feel like people should hear more of that because everyone you said. I think most people agreed with. And it's always funny to read the comments in the feed because there's always like, hey, how about this? How about this? Even I was chiming in like, hey, Regina King, because I know right. what I'm talking about because I've seen Poetic Justice and Boys in the Hood. So obviously I'm an expert, and Enemy of the State. So obviously I'm an expert on Regina King. But uh, I feel like you guys really hit the nail on the head there. Are you going to do anything more like that or was that like a one-off? No, well, me and my friend D. Rose from Houston, we do our... Um, IG live every Sunday at seven central time, um, which is, I guess, five o'clock Pacific time, eight o'clock Eastern time. And the topics range from everything from movies. We, we, the funny thing is, Matt, you brought that up is it feels like a lot of the topics that we do talk about at some point have to do with movies, because I remember the week before that we were talking about old movies um uh, uh, old horror movies old horror movies and we were talking about like the old man and carrie and just like old classic horror yeah. films and how they differed from today's horror films um so so yes we do it every sunday uh it's called the harlem to houston show um he's in houston i'm from harlem i'm not i'm not in harlem anymore but but you always I kind of are. Yes. And, and for listeners, it's John Ollie. That's the tag on Instagram. You should check yeah. out. And you should also check out, if I, if I may be so bold, all the Dear Johns are really good. They're really well done. Those are on yeah. YouTube as well. And also, go back and look at the Hood Tales web series. Uh, because those are gold. Those are solid gold. Thank you. Thank you. Thank They're you. really good. But... Uh, but before I get to the single, um, when you do these series, though, the questions are always funny to me that people post because, you know, you have do this, do that. How about this? And there's always that. Then they always have that one that's trying to like argue, and they're like, "Well, no, that what that didn't happen. You got how about this one?" And it's like, they're, it's a show. They're not going to stop what they're doing and like debate with you. It's always fun. There's always one. Am I right? It's always, always, there's always one. 
Um, but yeah, Dear John's really good too. And one of my favorites was you. One of the episodes, Dear John listeners, is John will pose a question, and the masses from all parts of the country and world will film the responses, send it in, and John edits it. So one of the questions could be like, name five, you know, artists that. African American artists that every white person. Oh, makes. those are different. Those are different, Matt. That's the streets is talking. That's streets the, is talking. That's the what streets I'm talking is talking. About. Yes, yes. Some of those questions, they're. I feel like you're very unbiased with it too. You leave it open, and you get so many different answers. You have people saying one end of the spectrum, and then the other, like completely different genre of music. And I feel like that really works because they're all pretty honest. You know, right? Like I believe it. Well. Streets of Talking is, is like pretty much what it is, is somebody will send in a question. And like you said, it'll be like, what the, the, I think one of, one of the questions were, ask, ask white people who are their favorite black artists and ask black people who are their favorite white artists. Maybe the top three or top five or whatever. Yeah. And then I go out on the street. Uh, I go out on the street and I, you know, I ask people, hey, uh, I ask black people who are their favorite, and the consensus for black people are pretty much the same. You know, it's it, it, it's it's gonna it's, it's it's like ten white artists that black people love, um, and and they consistently always talk about those people. Um, with white people, the first maybe three are the same. Um, and then they'll, <laughs> then they'll surprise you, and, and which is not a bad thing because one dude, one white guy, and I think I was in Memphis. I had to be. I was no, no. I know where I was in Nashville. I was in Nashville, and he his his takes was interesting. And he said one was Stevie Wonder, which was which is a great one. Um, one was Prince, and then he hit me with Charlie Wilson, like he nice. and, and I. I just didn't think that he would have said Charlie Wilson. That just surprised me. So it, you know, it's interesting what we listen to. Both, Charlie both Parker. No, not Charlie Parker. Not Charlie Parker, the jazzer. Charlie Wilson is a guy who used to be in a group called the Gap Band, and um, he went out solo, and he's he's very a successful solo artist today. Um, so it just, you know, I expect people to say Michael Jackson, Prince, Lionel Richie, um, Beyonce, uh, James Brown, um, you know, you know, Jimi Hendrix. Like the, Those are some, some of the ones people. you heard. And I said John O'Nelson, and oh. I expected that more. That should have been number one, but I didn't hear a lot of that. And I was, it kind of okay, pissed well, me off. Okay, it pissed me off too, but I, you know what? I'm going to let Michael, Prince, Whitney, all of them take the helm on that. Um, and with black people, like I said, it's a consistent, the first one, when you a real, uh, black person, the first white person that comes to mind is always Tina Marie, Tina Marie in, in the black household, you would have thought she was black. Um, but she, she, Hall and Oates, um, George Michael, um, uh, culture club, uh, like all of these were staples. Michael McDonald, um, you know, like these are the these are the names that black people will constantly spit out when you talk about favorite white artists. Yeah, that's that was pretty consistent. Very consistent. And you also posed the question, 
the five best rappers of all time, which is really interesting because it's very subjective, and I don't, I don't think you could possibly have a definitive list ever. You can always say there's always going to be the same in the top ten. Like, I think Karis, Juan, Rakim, they were all like in the top, LL Cool J, they were all in the top three. Um, but then you had people say like Tupac, which we both talked about before. We both feel is kind of overrated, um, just given the catalog of the greatest of all time. However, uh, I feel like the rappers were pretty consistent, though. There was like the same three or four thrown in every list. And you know, that I think you're correct, but I also think that goes on the age range of the person. Yes. You know, because the younger they are, they're not going to say the guys that you just like a KRS or, or, or uh, LL Cool J or Rakim. They're just not. They're going to, depending on their age range and where they come in on the spectrum, they're going to say something totally different. Um, yeah, they're going to say that, Juice World or, or Eminem or something because they probably don't even listen to those guys. They probably don't, don't even know who they are. Right. Um, you know, some people grew up or, or were born in the 90s. So their, their reference point is going to be Notorious Big. Tupac, um, you know, that, that's what they know of. Some are born a little later. They're going to say Kendrick Lamar, Drake, J. Cole. So I, I, I don't get mad at that because I know I come from a different era. The great thing is that I got to see the beginning till now. So I can make a definitive choice on how I feel about it. But my, just because I feel that way doesn't mean it's right. It's just that's my opinion. I think it's right, John. <laughs> who who do you think is the most talented rapper that has came out in the last 10 years? Drake. You think Drake is? Drake hands to me hands yeah. down the 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 uh yes, I I would say Drake as a rapper, but I think Anderson Pack is also a talented artist and I think he doesn't get well because they want to throw him in the rap category, but he's not a rapper. But I think he's extremely talented. Anderson Pack, Drake, um, uh, are two of, of people that I I really rock with a lot. Would you put Royce uh, in in the top ten? Royce to five nine. Royce doesn't come in the. Here's the thing: he's not in the last ten years. Royce has been around for a long time, so. I can't say he would be in that category. Now, if you said, give me your list of top 10 rappers, he's in that. But when you say in the last 10 years, Royce has been out for, for years. He didn't yeah, come he in was, the last. He was around in the, in the late 90s. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and actually, he was around in the mid-90s. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm not familiar so, with any of his early work. Yeah, so Royce has been in the game for a long time. He's not somebody who just came in the last few years. Let me ask you, the Gecko Brothers, I know uh, your touring schedule over the last few years gets kind of crazy. With COVID and everything going on, um, how are you guys going to do this in the future? Are you, you kind of going to wait it out and see what other people are doing? We're gonna do like uh, you know a lot of people are doing live streams, like live concerts, but they're streaming, and it's like a limited studio. Like, do, have you guys talked about any of that? Um. Well, you know, 
right now I'm on a hiatus from the Gecko Brothers. So I, you know, we we haven't we haven't done anything because of all of this going on. So which gave me the opportunity to not just sit idle and do something of my own, which is still off of. I, I want to consider it part of the Gecko Tree, but um, you know, COVID hit and it shook up everything. So um, we did just have uh, um. What do you call a pay per view thing where we had to we had to go to Los Angeles and we filmed in a you know a, a secret location um, and it was it was really highly secure. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the the norm moving forward um, because the funny thing is I just seen on the Daily Show that the Chainsmokers just did a show in like Huntington Beach somewhere and like they did a live show with where people were just there so i don't you know i think people want to get back to the normalcy the the normal c of what things used to be but i don't i also don't think we need to rush it that fast um and i think it will happen again i have a conspiracy theorist matt and i really feel like at the end of november or the beginning of november that for some strange reason that all of this is going to magically go away I hope you're right. You've mentioned that before, too. Yeah. I would hope you're right more than anybody. I think this. I think we're all we've all had enough of this, and we're ready to move on. But what what do you think? Why do you think it's going to go away? Is it is it something to do with the election? Yes. Yes. Do you think if a Democrat wins, it's going to go away, or if I Trump think reelected? I think either way, whoever. If Trump is reelected, I feel it's going to go away. I feel if Biden is elected, it's going to go away. I, I just, I just got this funny feeling in my stomach that in November we're going to see this dissipate a little faster than we expected. I, I hope and, you're right, and I also and, think the media amplifies everything a hundred times worse than it is or makes it scarier at least and the, i'm not saying don't worry or don't listen to the rules or anything like that by all means but you read some of the headlines and it's just like person under 40 dies and uh you know it's a lot of fear-mongering and it really is do you agree with that i know i totally agree i also believe listen i do I believe COVID is real? Yes. Do I believe that the numbers that they're giving the media is feeding us is real? I do not. I do not believe that. Uh, I do not believe that all of the people that they're saying are dying from it are actually dying strictly from that. I believe that, like they had said, there's a lot of people coming in with preconditioned uh, uh, illnesses and COVID may have attacked them, and so they're, they're they're using that as the as the forefront of this. But I think I think there's more to it than this than meets the eye. Yeah, I think there's definitely something they're not telling us. And also, I feel like everyone's talking about the second wave. The second wave. Well, we're still going through this fucking thing. Um, let's worry about that first. You know, it's like worrying about it's like your house getting broken into, and you're like, it's gonna happen again next week. And you're like, yeah, we're still dealing with this right now. Like, let's get through this. And I feel right. like when flu season happens, which it will in a few months, a lot of those flu cases are going to be immediately blamed on COVID-19. 
I agree. They're going to be like, yeah, it's it's COVID. It's, it's COVID. You're not even going to, you know, because they're already slowing down testing. Um, okay, the single, I want to switch gears. The single, Old Thing Back, ladies and gentlemen, is going to drop on August 7th. Uh, I'm going to play, I'm going to insert a little clip here of the, of the song. And um, it was also what you heard at the beginning of the show. John, how excited are you for Old Thing Back to be released everywhere to the masses in less than, in a little over than a week from right now? I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited for this project, Matt. I'm going to say this. This is, you hear, you always hear artists say this. And I, I think, you know, now being in that uh, position, I totally get it. Um, this is some of my most personal stuff that I've said. And I've said a lot of personal stuff, but this yes, particular... Yes, you have. So this yes. is more personal. Yes, this this is more personal. So this is so, a John Ollie Naked, figuratively speaking. I should have called the album Naked. There That's, it is. That, that I should have called it Naked, but Marcus Houston made an album called Naked, and I didn't want to steal my man Marcus's title. But uh, but this this project, I feel like I really... I, I, I I bared a lot of stuff that I sh- may have shouldn't have, <laughs> but I did. And old thing back though, if we're concentrating on that, is just a homage. This is probably one of the uh, the smoother songs and more friendlier songs in the sense of uh, it's you know it, it, it pays homage homage to to the cats that we were talking about earlier the the heavy d's and the and the, and the ll cool j's and the queen latifas so it's like everything on the radio is sounds the same and now i just want to hear a little bit of that old thing back don't That's, we all right it's too right, much right now it's all yeah. the same here's a clip i'm going to play another clip I take you back to the year, it's 83 when I was first introduced to this group called NB. Five young cats who were just like... The album is going to be out in October. It's called Lot in the New Chapter. Can you give us a taste of one of these topics that gets that you get so personal with that becomes uh, the next real? The next single... <laughs> I have four singles that I you want to release. Here first. Yes, yes, you heard it here first. The, 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 the four singles that I have in my mind to release off this project, uh, one is called Drawing a Blank, one is called That's Life, and I'm debating if the last one might be called, um, I don't know, but the next single is called Drawing a Blank, and it's, it's in the vein of Jay-Z's Girls, 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 but I actually talk about these particular individual girls by name. Oh, wow. So you're getting a little libelous up in here. Not, hold on, but let me just say this. Not in a negative way. Okay. It's, so, so, so it's, it's, it's a twist. See, I, yeah, it's a twist on, on his, what he did. But I do mention a few girls in my past, but not in no negative way. That's pretty good. And this is this the first time you released a, a, a single listing name on, on the air, uh, drawing a blank. Yes, nobody. That's the for you. This, this is, is exclusive. This, right, is, this is exclusive. Then this is a drop. You've heard it here yeah. first on the podcast. But hold on, I also mentioned other like nobody knows the title of the title tracks of the uh, songs just now until just now. I just told you like four of them. 
pretty good. So, so you got first priority exclusiveness. See, that's a, that means a lot to me, honestly, that you would share yeah. this here and not on like your own show, which is, which is awesome. So I thank you for that. That's very good. <laughs> right. I didn't even say it on my own show. Yep. How do you watch when you release an album? I know you got to be looking at like the numbers and the analytics and who's streaming what. Are you really involved in that, or do you do you take a step back and like wait? I wait. I take okay. a step back and wait. Um, I I feel like with my past projects, that's what I did. I put it out there. I pushed it as what I the way I could. Um, I never did it at this scale that I'm doing it this time, um, which. I might be more involved in looking at the analytics to see where it's going and where it's popping off at um, because I want to know. I need to know where I need to focus on uh, and who's listening to my music. And I, I also got to add in too, and I always thought you were really good at this, is you're, you're plugged in in a lot of places. Um, you're really good at promoting your own stuff and, you know, and other people's stuff as well. But, you know, you're, you're, you're very consistent on all your channels your YouTube channels, your YouTube partner, you got a ton of subscribers there, all your social media, you know, platforms and accounts, you're, you're very active. It's got to be exhausting, I, I would think. But, um, but you're very good at that. And I'd imagine that can only help build out the brand just because, you know, you're, you're always doing this. I don't know where you find the time. It's, it's inspiring, really. I always see something from you, and I'm like, how does he do this? Like, how do you get the time? It's, it's well, a lot of stuff. A lot of the stuff that you see, Matt, is stuff that's I just put up again. I regurgitate a lot of stuff, but but see, I don't know that. I, it doesn't it doesn't come off that way. It just seems like yo, this guy's just just hustling. You're he, he's but, just that, consistent. That's 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 the that's two things I want to say. One, you always got to fake it till you make it, and two, oh, yeah. um, consistency is always the key in that digital world. Um, in the internet world, the more you put out, eventually something's going to hit. So that's what it is when I see guys, and there's a, there's a, a, a funny, hilarious comedian named Tony Baker on, um, oh, yeah. I know, yeah, I know yeah, him he's great. He's awesome. Funny, funny, funny dude. And he does a lot of videos where he voices over animals and, and a whole bunch of things. But He's, I've seen a lot of his videos over and over again, but he constantly puts them up and he puts them up because he's constantly getting new fans who haven't seen them. So that's what the whole purpose is of constantly doing it over. It looks like I have a lot and I do go get it twisted. I do, but I do repost things over and over because there's always new people coming to the page who haven't seen the stuff that I put up before. It's brilliant. And it works too. And you know who else does that is Key and Peel. They just moved like their Comedy Central, you know, the show they had to their own YouTube channel. And they're posting a new video because they have, you know, hundreds of sketches like every right. five days. So to all these new fans, these new generations, if, if it was even that long ago, it wasn't. But it is. You, you have these new fans and they post a new video like five days. And they're getting like, you know, a few million hits and people are like, ah, oh, when's the next one? And they don't realize that they're all online. You can just, you can search for them all. But right. because they're reposting it on their own, like you know, brand and stuff, it works, and they're just they're killing it, and they they haven't done right. a sketch together in years. In years, that's the crazy thing. They they, they haven't worked together. Well, I don't know to the to the public eye, they haven't worked together 
since the show went off. Right. So it's like, wow. And 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 that's that's an awesome thing, man. Both of them, big up to both of them brothers, man, because I would love to to have that kind of success. I, I, they're two talented dudes, man, who who, you know, who are just killing it, man. They're killing it. And everything they do is good. I, I, I've seen most, if not all, of their sketches when they were on Comedy Central and there was not one where you're like, Yeah, it's okay. There's some that were a lot better than others, obviously, but it's right. which is good. Nah, good. Not all of the stuff wasn't a hit, but you know, they, they definitely had some stuff that was hilarious. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. great. You mentioned Tony Baker. You guys have worked together too, I think, right? We have. Did we? I thought I saw a picture of you guys doing something. We we had. We, what did we work together? We did do something. Yes, you're absolutely right. But I think the picture that you may have seen is a few years ago when my son was probably maybe one. I got together with a whole bunch of friends and with the fathers and, and took a photo of a Father's Day photo. And Tony was there with his two sons. That was so it. that was the picture that you probably seen. Um but we did work together on something uh, we did a uh we shot some kind of pilot thing that it I never took off, but we did work together. But that's how I, I met him through shooting that pilot and then I knew he had sons and we got together with a whole bunch of other fathers and we shot a Father's Day photo. So that's what you saw. Was this pilot John the Father? No, it was not. <laughs> okay, let's not. talk about John the Father. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open up any old wounds, but I do want to ask, is that a project? Because I'm familiar with it just from you and our friend Jacare. Are you guys uh is that ever gonna have any movement in the future? Um it really is. Uh what we're okay. trying to now is make it a cartoon um so because my son isn't a baby anymore and he it's i think the cuteness he's still a cute kid and he actually is way more intelligent now and it probably would work better now but we want to try it as a cartoon because he gets to stay as that little baby but he's going to he's going to have the voice of of a five-year-old isn't that the smartest thing to do though i mean if you look at the simpsons or family guy you're talking about shows that some of them are doing the same characters as you know five-year-olds or 12-year-olds for 30 years 30 years exactly it's so forever exactly you you take that simpsons formula and you try to apply it to what you're trying to do um now if i could get as half as many episodes as the sea as the simpsons i would be completely ecstatic um, oh if i if i could get a season of episodes the successful right. simpsons i'd be right. i'd be gold that's it um, so but that's a good so, idea though the cartoon yeah so we're trying to still trying to raise money to get it done um the thing like we we we, we did a little uh uh crowdfunding situation but we still need more and then the then this pandemic hit, and the people who were supposed to do the voiceovers, you know, everybody was stuck in the house, so we couldn't get out to do it. Everybody didn't have the capabilities of recording at home, so that was yeah, the, right. It, it put a hold on everything. Yeah, I hope you're right. I hope it is over after the election. Let's move the election up to next month. Let's just get this yeah. over with. 
Let's get it over with. Band-Aid. Uh, one more thing. Uh, I just want to circle back real quick to old thing back, or, or generally law in the new chapter. Um, so you said this is more one of the more personal albums that you've written that you're releasing, right? Videos for this will accompany the singles. I know you said you're shooting one next month, August 18th or whatever. Are you going to do a few of these guys, or are you just going to focus on the one? Because I know with COVID, it kind of limits everything. But I'm I'm curious, like what we can expect in I, terms I do of videos. To shoot some, Matt. Hopefully, you can lend me some money to get them shot. But uh, but yeah, I sure. definitely want to shoot. Um, I definitely want to shoot drawing a blank. Um, I definitely want to shoot. Um, that's life. Um, I definitely want to shoot. I don't know. And and there's another one that I want to keep on the back burner because there's a very special person who's on it with me uh, that I would love to shoot that video so they can have the cameo in it that I I would need. This is one of the person the one of the ladies you were talking about. No 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 no. This is a this that is would a, be funny. Feature feature daughter. It'd be funny if you were bad mouthing some old ex and you got her in it. She's like, all right, I guess I'll do it. Well, well, well. Here's the funny thing. One of the ladies that I'm talking about on the song is going to be in a video. Actually, two of them are. Ooh, wait yeah. man. I listen. I here's the thing. I don't want to consider myself that, but what I am is is I'm a nice dude. You and are. what what was recorded is not derogatory in any way. Um. So, you know, they haven't heard the song yet. Um, only one girl who was on the song heard it. She liked the song, but she felt she felt she had some kind of feelings about it. And I got where she was coming from. It was not a negative feeling. It was just she had some feelings about it. So It was a natural, honest reaction from her. Yeah, yeah. But that's what you want to invoke from people, right? Honesty. You want to you want to invoke a response. Yes. Otherwise, so, it's just so, crap, right? Yes. So to answer your question, yes, I want to shoot more videos. COVID does hold up things because with drawing the blank, I talk about twelve different women, and in that in that video, I want to have twelve women in the video. So you know, everybody's not trying yeah, to shoot. Yeah, yeah. So. Oh, my my brain went somewhere else. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, did you? Is there any? Are there any lyrics referencing COVID nineteen in this album? At, not at all. Thank you for doing that. Uh, and if you were to say yes, I would still tell you why I'm not a big fan of that. I believe COVID is a temporary thing. It might be here longer than we want it to be, but I'm seeing more and more artists in like new singles, like Six Nine. I know he's trash, but like he'll reference COVID. A lot of videos, they're like doing the mask thing. To uh-huh. me, that's like uh, that's like doing videos of um, like Anthrax in the early, like after nine eleven or right. something like that. It's something that you, people don't want to be reminded of all the shit going on because it's everywhere. So I, I feel like it's a personally, it's my opinion. It's a big turnoff when you hear artists like rapping about COVID nineteen and coronavirus and doing videos with masks and. It's like yeah. we we're, try, we're we're watching you and listening to you to get away from this, right? Why bring it up? Yeah. So I'm kind of glad that you're you're not like rapping about. COVID-19. No, no, no. Uh, see, a lot of the music, a lot of the songs that I've written happened before this. So, um, 
there have been some that have ha that I have wrote that were during this, but a lot of the main ones is eleven songs on the album, um, and I want to say at least six of them were were written before COVID even hit. So more than how many songs are on the album? I just said eleven songs are on the album. Oh, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. <laughs> eleven songs are on the album, and I said six of them. Had, were written before COVID, before March even happened. All right, over 50% then. This is good. Yes. How long did it take you to record the album? Well, to be honest with you, I still have two more songs to go in the studio and do. Okay, that makes sense because it's, it's about three months away for the release, so that, that's, yeah. that's about normal. Yeah. You used um, for the beats on this. I saw you posted who did the beats. It is Dope on, Boys Music. Yes, on... They, on on ahead, this particular song, yeah, I'm sorry for cutting you off. This particular song was done by Doughboy Music, yes. Because it's a good beat. I mean, it's, it's really good. Thank you. Shout out to the guy, uh, Prince J, who's singing the hook. Yeah, it's really, I believe it. I mean, I'm listening to it, and, you know, all the stuff you do is very good. I'm really excited about this one. I think it's really something special, at least based on the single, the, the little snippet that you posted there on, uh, on Instagram. Right, right. What yeah. would you rather do, like, not, okay, not rather, but once the album is done, are you going to try to do some kind of follow-up after that? Are you going to switch gears to acting more? Do you not know? Like, what's next for you after this project is done? It's funny you ask that question because I was wrestling with myself, and I think what I'm going to do is put out another project right after this, an EP, five songs, just five songs. Um, because I told you that's cool. earlier, I told you earlier that there's a strong possibility that I'll be back in Cali. So that project, if it does happen, will happen when I'm back in Cali and it will have something to do with Cali, my return. Oh, nice. So, so yeah. Return. Yeah. Actually, that's, a, that's, that's, that's actually a good title right there, The Return. The Return. There you go. Yeah. The Return is a good title. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, it would be great to have you back here, man. I miss you. Love to love to do some more stuff with you and love to see you. And, uh, yeah, want to want to get you back. California needs you. I just got to find me a, 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 an apartment that I can afford. That's all. Yeah, you and me both. The, the, I was looking at prices just in the area, like it's parts of the valley. Um, somebody I was, I know what was thinking about moving out here. I was like, yeah, let me like, I'll Google around. I'll find some good areas. Um, or just okay areas. You know, it's the valley. It's all okay. Right. It's like 2,500 bucks. I know, dude. Like, that's a mortgage, dude. That's like what my parents paid for their house. Like, what are you doing? Yo, I was looking and I said the same thing compared to what I'm living in right now. What the stupidity of what I'm about to partake in by coming back there is crazy because I got a three bedroom apartment with two bathrooms for nine hundred dollars, and this that's is a, a brand a new. Move. Yes, this is a brand. My complex is a brand new complex, brand new everything, wood floors, everything, um, and and I know there's no way in Samson's great strength that I would ever find something 
You'll find something. There's stuff out here. No, no, I'll find something, but of course it's going to be almost triple what I'm paying right now. It's crazy. It's out of control. It's a bubble. It's yeah. Pop. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. The single drops on August 7th. August 7th. Old Thing Back, the album, Lawton, the new chapter, is going to drop on October 8th of this year. Make sure you follow John on Instagram at John Ollie, on Twitter at Just John Ollie, and look for him on YouTube as well. Uh, and if you want to get really saucy, uh, look up the Gecko Brothers. They're everywhere, too. you got a lot of accounts. Do you manage all these accounts, John? I, I do not. I do not. I, I, say. I, only manage, I manage John Ollie's, my son, Chao um and uh music by John Holly. That's still or a good I, chunk of accounts there. Yeah, yeah. That's on IG. Well, it is a lot of accounts because those three on IG and then I got three on YouTube, my sons and two of mine, and then two on Facebook. One is my son's page and then the other one is mine. So that is a lot of accounts, but that's a lot of stuff that I gotta constantly be on top of, yeah. I need a team. Yeah, you do need a team. You need a whole team. You need, need a manager. A you need a social media department. You need an assistant that you can yell at, but not too bad because then you'll get, like, canceled. So you can only, like, treat them a little bit like shit. Right. Uh, or, or be a nice guy. Whatever. Uh, so I got I, kind of a social media department. Shout out to Detroit Promotions who definitely holds me down with that situation. Um, They definitely, you know... Are out there putting all my stuff is on all platforms. So big up to big up to them. Um, but I still would I still I still need more. But I can't afford more right now. So hopefully when this album comes October eighth, it's a smash hit, and then we'll be talking a little bit different. And I think that's gonna happen. I'm really excited for this. Uh, it's gonna be available everywhere. I saw it's even going to be available on Amazon Music, which means Alexa can start streaming this in the kitchen if you, you white people are too lazy to, to reach for your phone. There you go. Alexa, play Old Thing Back by John O, and it'll come right on. There it is. John, thank you so much for being on the show, man. Um, I'm really looking forward to your show on Sunday, and uh, it was great to have you on. If there's anything else you want to talk about or, or plug, by all means, um, the floor is yours. No, no, you you've done it all, man. Just again, October eighth, launching the new chapter. October eighth actually happens to be my son's birthday. Shout out to my son, um, and also Bruno Happy Mars's birthday. birthday. Yeah, so I'm releasing it on his birthday. That's it. Oh, happy birthday to him! Yeah, well, uh, he'll, he'll be six in October. Wow, six already. Yep. You gotta I, I, do something again before the album releases. If if you're game for that, like another another show, maybe like a countdown or something like that. If you do another, uh, when the uh, next single comes out, maybe yeah. we can do something. But this is fun. This is really good. I, I'm looking. I'm looking. I'm probably gonna try to try that first. I'm gonna see how this one rocks out. This first single, uh, I'm promoting. Uh, but drawing a blank, I'm looking to try to do sometime in September. Right before that'll be the one right before the album drops. All right, let's do it, listeners. Don't forget August 7th, search for Old Thing Back, find it, download it, stream it, share it with your friends, tag John, send him some money, 
Make me a sandwich. Whatever you have to do, make sure you listen to this. John, thanks for being on the show, man. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate it. You too. Hey, think about the days back when I was a youth before the stage, the crowd, or the vocal booth. Poof. I take you back to the year. It's 83 when I was first introduced to this group called NE. Five young cats that was just like me. And at that point, I knew what I wanted to be. But 85 was live and radio came out. And then them sweats and them can was all I was about Running he got me hype Houdini got me stripes Cause they taught me that the freaks came out at night Salt and pepper had me crushing While Brooklyn was bum rushing At the LQ and the square You had to be there See I like these new cats man And that's a fact But at times I really wanna go back I'm tired of hearing these songs It's on the radio Every chance that I get I can't let it go All this is that I cried I can't let it show You got my heart Yeah you got it You got it now I need that old thing back I need, I need, all I need, all I need Now I need that old thing back I need, all I need, all I need Now I need that old thing back that Marvin and Stevie Wonder But my world was a jungle So I had to try to keep from going under Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five Cold Crush and the Treacherous Three Showed me how to be an MC The Fearless Four was cats from around my block The routines I saw them do Man, them joints was hot From Kane to Cool G Shan to BDP Light and Latifah Beast on the MIC Indebted to this music I will forever be And oh yeah, I really miss my man Heavy D Big L and B.I.G. Mercury and T.C. From the force and D's, they was like big brothers to me. Though they all passed on, the music's here to stay. One love to Easy E and Jam Master J. Big pun and proof, and of course, Sir Juice, ODB, and Fife. Yeah, that boy.